Welcome to the MPPT Podcast, fitness tips how busy dads reach their fitness goals distilled down into 10 to 15 minutes. This is episode 9, the benefits of measuring progress. So if you're a busy dad who wants to hear what it takes to achieve your fitness goals in the limited time available for exercise and working out, keep listening. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Chris Brown. I'm the owner of Muscle Performance Personal Training in Toronto, Canada. Again, today I have episode 9 for you. And we're going to break down the benefits of measuring progress because, yes, it helps busy dads like you reach your goals. So let's dive in. All right, so here's the main point, which will resonate with any of you listening who are sports fans. Measuring progress with our fitness goals is like keeping score or having a scoreboard for a sport, for a game, for a competition, anything like that. It keeps us knowing where we are in relation to the goal. Are you doing well, seeing the progress you want to see and moving towards your goal, or are you not making progress or seeing progress move in the opposite direction, right? And then after doing this, after measuring your progress and looking back at it, the tough part is staying objective. Just like it's hard to stay objective when you're watching your favorite sports team and it's a particularly close game or they're losing, right? But letting your emotions dictate your actions and any adjustments, that often backfires. Instead of staying objective, which allows us to think of progress or lack of progress, right? Going back to our analogy, however the scoreboard is changing or the score is changing and using that as information from which we can make subtle adjustments as needed to keep things on track or get things back on track, right? So we wanna stay objective and as much as possible, keep our emotions out of it. Now the emotions part, just to touch on it a moment longer, it's natural that our emotions rise up, particularly when progress isn't going the way we want. You know, we get frustrated, we get upset. That's natural. It's not saying don't feel those things. But when we make decisions on how we want to adjust or course correct, we make better decisions if we're not feeling those emotions in that moment. So take some time before deciding what the best way to change the plan or what the best way, I guess, to adjust what you're doing would be. You don't want to feel those emotions when you're making those decisions. Okay. Now. Similarly, when you measure progress, it can help maintain context for any lack of progress or unintended slip-ups, right? The unintended slip-ups, they happen to everyone from time to time, right? You look back and you have that context for why the lack of progress happened, so to speak. If you don't measure progress, you don't know how much progress was affected You just think of the worst case scenario, oh, I'm not doing it right. And that leads to decisions like quitting because you just feel like you failed, right? So measure progress. Yes, it can tell you if your plan's on track or not on track, but also by telling you how much, it can make you stay more objective with any decision-making. And it can also lead to you staying the course and course correcting and adjusting the plan or adjusting your actions rather than in general feeling you're not successful, this isn't for you, and then you quit. Okay, so that covers 
the benefits and why we measure, why we want to measure progress, right? But now what do we measure? So first off, just in general, measure multiple things if possible. This way you get more context for progress, right? So don't just step on the scale and take body weight. If that's all you can do, of course, that's better than nothing, but it doesn't, you may want muscle to be gained more in certain areas. You may want some fat to be lost more in certain parts of your body. And just stepping on a scale doesn't give you that level of detail. So if possible, do take more than one measurement. What I usually recommend for my clients is we step on the scale and we take tape measurements, uh, body part circumference measurements, you know, the abdomen, the shoulders, the arms, the chest, um, with a tape measure to show us, okay, how is the scale weight changing? And then to what's happening at specific parts of the body that we want to focus on. Is it moving in those, in those body parts in the right direction? All of them, some of them, we get that information then. And then also, if you're more visual, another option is to take progress photos. Right, because then you also take the photos periodically and you can see what changes are happening instead of just seeing what numbers are doing. But that's basically three ways of tracking progress over a period of time while you're working towards your fitness goals instead of just doing one thing, okay? Now to add a fourth thing, since I work with busy dads a lot, over the years I've had many clients mention to me, you know, after any health checkups with with the doctor and they would say their you know certain measures of health or their blood work that they that their doctor said they they improved okay now this isn't as frequent as something like stepping on a scale doing some measurements or taking a picture but it can be useful information to hear if your fitness goal involves appreciating the long-term health benefits for busy dads who want to get stronger it's great to think of a way to periodically check strength. Of course, we want to do that in a safe way, which means not doing maximal effort, single rep or one rep testing. If you're lifting a weight, you can only lift one time. That can be, there's a high level of risk with that if technique isn't perfect. What would be safer is testing your strength or checking your strength with an exercise in the five to 10 rep range or another higher number if you prefer, but it can be much easier and safer to implement for you, especially if you're doing it by yourself and not under the supervision of a coach, of a trainer, etc. Now for busy dads with cardiovascular goals, you could assess this from your training. How far are you running? Are you biking? Are you swimming, etc.? Also, is your pace increasing? So tracking the pace in addition to the distance, many apps do that. If you use an app for tracking um, kind of your cardiovascular training, it can give you all that information and you would see those different metrics and they can tell you whether you're progressing, getting more fit. Okay, and subjectively, you can feel how difficult it feels. So if you run one kilometer, when you start, it's probably going to feel a lot more difficult than a month or two later if you keep up with you know, running that one kilometer or just training for a month or two, you might be running over one kilometer and that one kilometer would feel a lot easier after that time. So subjectively you would know, well, yeah, I'm getting more fit because it's easier now 
a month or two down the line. So, so if your goals relate to cardiovascular fitness, look, those could be ways that you can assess and track your progress regularly. Okay, and why I provided so many varied examples here? Yes, because we can all have different fitness goals. There's no one right fitness goal. It's whatever you want to improve. But when it comes down to picking what to measure, it should relate to your fitness goal, right? If you want to get stronger, tracking how far you can run or bike, it wouldn't correlate very well. Even though those numbers might change, it wouldn't be related to your actual main fitness goal. And it would be more motivating and more effective to, to measure something that assesses your level of strength and how that's changing. And one final point is track progress, measure progress regularly, not just at the beginning and not just at the end, but regularly during the whole process, right? So earlier in the episode, I mentioned, I usually have my clients every two weeks. We talk about updating body weight, uh, any measurements they're doing, progress photos. Usually we set that out to every month because it's a little more difficult to see uh, minute or small changes uh, in a photo. But it's regular, it's every so often in regular intervals. Okay, so just find for yourself, just find a regular interval that you can make the time to do it and then review what you actually measured, right? Because then you review it, you see if you're on track or if any adjustments should be considered. So in this episode, we covered why tracking progress is extremely useful for busy dads working towards a fitness school. We keep coming back in this podcast to this idea of maximizing the effectiveness of the limited workout or exercise time that you have. So it's almost more valuable to measure progress, to ensure that what you're doing is on track or if any adjustments need to be made to get you on track with your desired fitness goal. Another key point we discussed today is how measuring progress regularly can help you stay objective about what progress is happening, especially with any slip ups or lack of progress, right? And then the last thing we covered is we covered several examples of what to track and how to track it because the main thing to remember is to track something that relates to your main fitness goal. If your goal is increased strength, for example, don't just step on a scale and track your body weight. Assess your strength regularly in a safe way. And we covered it. We covered some ways that you could do that in a safe way, particularly if you would be doing that on your own. Okay, so if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice. And if you haven't yet, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review for the podcast on that platform as well. You'd be really helping helping the podcast out, helping me out. I want to thank you for listening today to episode 9 of the MPPT podcast. Tune in again for next week's episode. This is Chris Brown, the host of the MPPT podcast and the owner of Muscle Performance Personal Training in Toronto, Canada. Thanks again for listening. And until next week, take action and stay healthy.